Do you have any tickets for the shuttle? <laughs> Listen, all you New Yorkers. I mean, the reason I live in New York City is because it's the loudest city on the planet Earth. So loud, I never have to listen to any of the shit that's going on in my head. Yankees suck! Yankees suck! Three-run home run for Bucky Tim. The Yankees now lead by a score three to two. The Red Sox never let you down. Yeah, how do you like them apples? Red Love Sox. Red Sox went. Red Sox winning on opening day. You like them apples? I do not like them well, apples. How do you? Well, how, well, I got a number. How do you like them apples? But it is like opening it? day. It is. And to me, opening day is happiness, regardless of the results. Hope springs eternal. One right zero, zero in one. No reason to freak. Right. No reason to panic because the Yankees. You probably will. Blue anyway. chunks on opening day. <laughs> literal yes. chunks. There of were vomit. there were chunks on the f- <laughs> chunks. Chunks on the field, the Yankees, 2017 <laughs> season so far. Uh, welcome back to the shuttle, uh, our legion of fans, le- growing legion of, fan- mm-hmm. legions of fans. Um, for those of you listening, God bless you. Mm. Uh, I'm uh, Dave Yaz, the Boston guy, and this is Mike Wolf, the New York guy. Do you want to give yourself a more prestigious introduction, Michael? Or is that I'm not? happy to be Michael Wolf, the okay. New York guy, despite... Being a current resident, as we discussed last time, of the state of Connecticut. However, the third ring the of area health. of Connecticut that is predominantly New York Yankee fans. How so. come you can't do you, so? You really can't talk on the phone in the car in Connecticut. Is that true? Well, no. You can talk on the phone if it's Bluetooth. You can't put the phone against your oh, ear. God, you can. So you, yes, we can do whatever we want. Insane. Wow, this is this isn't Russia. Is That's Russia, idiotic. Danny? So we'll be. We're allowed another, to hold our phone to the ear. Not to those Bluetooth things don't they really ever work. So, Mass- the state of Massachusetts is a yes. death trap. Is that what you're saying? St- <laughs> Literally, you drive through the toll. Excuse and me. Carnage. It's the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Commonwealth. We like it. Yeah. Not. Anyway, so today's opening day and, and happy day. And I was at Fenway today with. Uh, so I thought you might like to hear some of the sights and sounds of Fenway. So here you go. Where did you travel in from? Uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Uh, I came here from Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, you're a Boston native. Yeah, I was born in Boston. I lived in Waltham. Uh, all through, uh, went to Waltham High. On a scale from one to absolutely insanely fanatical, where do you stand as a Red Sox fan? Absolutely insanely fanatical. Have, you ever, have they ever made you cry? Yes. For happiness or sadness? Sadness. What? And happiness. Uh, I remember uh, we had a new... VCR in 1978. Yeah. And I recorded and for some reason kept watching the damn game, the tie breaking game. The over Bucky Dent game. The Bucky Dent game, yeah. yeah. It just cemented, it was like the Holocaust and <laughs> e- e- everything all rolled in I one. I don't think that's overstated. Everything, at all. all the sad things that, that I had ever learned about was in that hit. <laughs> moment. It was the most exciting Super Bowl in history to see them come out on the field at the beginning of the Red Sox opening day was just phenomenal. And what do you remember about that play? I remember A-Rod slapping them like a little girl. (laughs) This is a classic Irish Cousins Fest. 
It's uh, friends, it's family, and it's also the guy off the street named George. Predictions for the game, the Pirates are going down. I'm going to go with 7-2 to two Red Sox. We would much prefer that the Yankees actually can compete with us and that we can actually run into August and then, and then crush the Yankees at that point, as opposed to what I believe is going to happen, which is that the Yankees are going to be a non-contender by, by April 15th. Yes, they're 0-1 at this point. Uh, describe the two rabid Pirates fans sitting here with us at Fenway. Uh, our Pirates fans, I think, uh, I think Abbott and Costello over here are, uh, they're starting to get nervous. They're starting to get a little bit antsy. Yet, if you if you notice the, the the rasp, the the cackle, the crackle in my voice, or whatever it may be, um, I'm a little hungover, I guess. Now, as beyond the drunk stage, I, I mean, I was. <laughs> it is as we record this. It's uh, nine in the evening or so, and, and you I was have a, another glass of bourbon. With you. I well, I'm just taking the edge off Can at I this pour point. You some more? No, I'm, well, yes, it, <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. Thank you. Yes, um, having a little uh, nightcap. And discussing baseball with uh, my, and uh, we're here in Connecticut, so I made the drive down from Fenway. I don't know why people would care, except it was a long day for me, but uh, a happy one because Sox win. Uh, our uh, our brilliant young uh, phenom rookie Andrew Benintendi hits a three-run homer, and I went. Uh, we all went bonkers at Fenway, he's, and uh, uh, there you go. He's there you go. consensus AL rookie, rookie of the year. Uh, yeah, who's your rookie? The good news is that everybody who's that people say are going to be rookie of the year, they're never rookie of the year. That's true. It's usually somebody who comes out of absolute nowhere. Like Joe Charbonneau. Like Filmer last year, wasn't it? Who, can you... I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. I although, know can you, although the, the highway is littered with... I remember being <laughs> at a... Uh, with, with former Rookie yeah, of the Year yeah. that, that went on to do nothing. That's, that's where Horner. I was going. I remember I loved Bob Horner. Bob, I had like seven of his baseball cards. I thought I was going to be rich. <laughs> I'm going to be rich. I got seven Bob Poor Horner Bob. rookie cards. Bob's a loyal listener, too. We should be careful. We t- <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Um, who are you get, at the game with? Well, there's only so much to do in prison. So, um, I was at the game with um, uh, several of my first cousins, a couple uncles. Uh, we revived an old tradition. There used to be a tradition among uh, the O'Neill cousins. Uh, go to Who's On First, the bar across from Fenway, and then um, drink heavily in the morning and just for shits and giggles, see who actually makes it into the park and who ends up crashed on a couch somewhere in Kenmore Square. By the way, I am not an official cousin. Yeah. But we may have to revisit this because I actually attended a Boston versus New two. York concert. But two. one in particular the plays Van off Hill? Boston. No. Oh. It was Aeros- It was a co-headlining concert. Kiss and Aerosmith? Kiss and Aerosmith. Kiss, yes. native yeah. New Yorkers. They are? Versus Aerosmith. Yes, I didn't know are. that. Uh, I can Jewish think- guys from Long Island. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. Um and Aerosmith, the mm-hmm. Boston's favorite sons. So someday we'll Boston. have to revisit the that's best a, of that music. That's very interesting. Scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll have to yeah. revisit that at some point. But right, yeah. But we, as usual, the Red Sox look phenomenal. We look good. Um, we look pretty good. Any particular memories know. of the game you want to share? Have, well, have, can you do you go every year? Did you say no? It was an old tradition that we recently revived, thanks to my cousin Eric, who splurged for the tickets. By the way, thank you, Eric. Yes. Outstanding, oh, just a cousin Eric. He's a resident of Connecticut, by the way. He lives in Granby, wherever the hell that I is. I don't usually go to so, opening day. Yep, because you hate it's it. It's a or, pain in the ass. It's it's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, it's more of a thing. It's more of a thing than it is like the actual game, right? Like. 
you know, there's the pomp, the circumstance, the 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 Red Sox did the thing today where to just to like rub it in everybody's nose with the the Patriots oh. coming out, Tom Brady on the oh. field, joking oh, around with throwing off my <laughs> headphones. <laughs> just that's it. I'm done with this podcast. God, I can't I can't Sorry. get rid of the Patriots. Have, yeah. Um it was a pretty good get to get Brady, like actually on the field. I wouldn't think right. they're gonna get him because right. he usually can't be bothered with such things, right? How did they get Tom Brady and not David Ortiz to show up today? You know, there was discussion about that. I've lost some respect. Probably by design, though, because it's like, I mean, everything was Big Poppy last year, and then he finally walked away. It's like somebody said, just rip the Band-Aid off. Like, stop, don't bring him back. And and they're going to miss him this year. You know, they don't, you know. How um, douchey was Brady? (laughs) He did the thing with his... uh, Jersey made a big deal, like because his jersey was stolen. He holds it up to show that he's got it back, and then Gronk playfully re-steals it or whatever. He, yes, he is. He is. Um, he is every sort of wingman's worth nightmare. Like he's, he's just the guy that just, and he's, he's, he is smug. Is Tom Brady smug? I well, think he I mean, is we smug. Talked a little you can't help. Last be, time. I, yeah, we did. I've heard mixed things, but I mean, yeah. No, I mean, just like does he come off guy. as smug? He like, comes he, off as douche among douche. Like, yes. as What is the douche among douche? Is that like nature's promise or something? <laughs> right. That's our podcast sponsor. Yes. First sponsors. <laughs> nature's promise. Is that even a brand? Mom, I don't know what to do in terms of douche. Well, you need the douche among douches. The douche of douches. <laughs> the queen douche. Yes. Um, so, okay, I have a question for you. It has yeah. to do with fan etiquette. because I was, So we're at the game today, and right. there are Pittsburgh Pirate fans, which... Do you do this like when you, you when you walk into like it's Red Sox Yankees is one thing like you know you're gonna see Yankee fans at Red Sox game and Red Sox fans at Yankee game. Correct. I mean, it's, first of all, it's only a two and a half hour trip or whatever it is, um, but it's always like when there's a when there's a weird team in town like Tam, like the the Tampa Bay right, Rays right. like and you see some Tampa Bay fans like what the hell are they are doing, doing here? Yeah, so Pittsburgh is is well, is why were they playing Pittsburgh? To begin yeah, with? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. There had to be a reason. Right? They actually made some mention of like the first World right. Series in nineteen oh three. Yeah, the nineteen oh three World Series. Yes, that was. Yeah, um, I have no idea. I mean, I think they. Uh, I think inter- I'm not alone, but I think interleague play has run its course. But it was just weird to see. And so, like from the beginning, you're walking around Fenway, and you'd see the occasional gaggle of, of pirate fans and it's like who are you people like you haven't won anything since uh it's i made an expat the, community in boston of uh, pittsburgh I, I guess so <laughs> these two guys stood up and to be a wise guy i said hey sit down you haven't won anything since willie star trek won the world series um that's a joke yeah that, yeah I, I willie stargell is actually the guy's name i would have gone but, with uh we are family references we that came Especially up too. to the dead lead singer she, she passed away, apparently. Did she really? Yeah, let's have a moment. Yeah, she'll be Do you missed. have that clip? Yeah, it's right here. Here it is. <laughs> oh, such great memories. Um, anyway, so, no, but, so they, they were actually, my question is, how how uh, enthusiastic are you allowed to be as a fan? Because oh, the, these guys, visiting, I give them credit. They were ballpark. Like, the dude was wearing a... Um, I, you know what? I don't even know. Uh, let's see. I made fun of him. I said it was Enrico Palazzo. Polanco was he was wearing a pol- <laughs> who's Polanco? Is he good on the Placido Pirates? Polanco. He's it's, long gone. Is I think is, I don't even think he plays it. He doesn't. Right. Like why not just wear like Omar Moreno or Kent Tacolve or He's something a fan or favorite. Dave Parker? A you fan know, favorite. No, I guess so. But they were they were they were 
they were actually standing up and when the pirates would get like a single they'd be like yeah all right you know <laughs> mccutcheon's the only guy i know oh, and he's, he's, and then um they have concerns about him but... and i like to think that in general boston fans are enthusiastic but they're not horrible they're not like in your face and so but sure enough as soon as like <laughs> something bad happened to the pirates a couple of these boston fans got up completely like Chucking the double bird, you know, throwing oh. the double bird at him and going, "Yeah, baby, you suck." I mean, especially Poor considering pirate they're pirate, I know. pirates. I know. There's just no reason for Ajita of any kind. It should what? have been like a sympathy yeah. play, like when the when the yeah. Patriots played the Jets. It's like, oh, you little Jets fan, you just settle down. I was going to ask when the last time Pittsburgh won anything, but the Steelers have won a couple of recent Super Bowls, right? So they don't have it so. No, bad. it's not so bad. They're yeah. much worse towns, Atlanta for sure, but. Yeah. I, I think one of the reasons you and I have been able, I think you were sort of getting at, you know, not just how do the, the, the home team treat fans of the visiting team, but, you know, how does a visiting fan act in the home park? Right. And I'm, maybe we've been able to stay friends because I'm, <laughs> I'm very respectful. If yeah. I'm in a visiting stadium, I am not overly dressed in team garb. I control my enthusiasm. Respectful. Until something yeah. notable happens, yep. And I appreciate being invite invited, even though I'm paid. I appreciate yeah. being invited to the home of my <laughs> hosts, and I act accordingly. I think I would guess that you do. I don't know if I've ever actually seen you. The only thing I would compare it to is when, if you and I, were, this has happened. You and I have been in the same room, like watching, it, and that's, that's hard. Different. It's, that's, I know. That's, that's a even even that's that may be even that's harder. A huge problem. Because you, <laughs> I don't think you and I watched '86 together. Uh, we were uh, rushes at our fraternity. We were probably in the same room. I was in Mark Sanders' room. Oh, for game six. I'm talking about game, I, game six. In game seven, we all watched downstairs. Uh, the Mets and the Sox. Is that what yeah, you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, I was in my dorm room crying by myself at game six. <laughs> yeah. Wait, the, no game seven. Oh, no, game wait. six was Stanley. Wait, I'm losing seven. my mind. Game six. Oh my. What kind of Sox fan are you? No, I've selectively blocked that from my memory. No, obviously Buckner, Buckner was six, right. and then a game. So people forget game seven. I right, haven't forgotten right. it. We did. We lost. We had an early lead, and we lost. And but it was less dramatic. Strawberry hit a home run. Bloody blah. Anyway, so game we seven. At, we were in the fraternity house Correct. downstairs. Yeah, right. nobody cares. No big deal. Yeah, no, no. I don't even. Um, but so yes, I I would abide by those rules. Yeah. I mean, first off, you 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 don't want to get your ass kicked. That's the I, first and thing. that's I mean, I learned. By going to baseball games in the Bronx, and I'm talking about Bronx in the '70s. Yep, people got their asses kicked. Oh my god! On a nightly basis, it I would not. Yeah, all the time. You want to do that on opening day? You're really gonna. You're gonna get stabbed. The closest I've gotten is I walked in. You were with me. I walked into McSorley's in New York, the old, the you know, the 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 uh, old classic watering hole, whatever you call that place, which is great, and I love it. Not as much as our friend Al, who's the only place he ever goes. Um, which makes him sound like a drunkard, which he isn't. But, but I, wa- I walked into that place wearing a Red Sox shirt, and the guy, owner, proprietor, uh, blew me such shit, but it was good-natured. Like, he was sort of laughing as yeah, he, like, yeah, mocked yeah. me, like, get out of here, like, whatever. But anyway, uh, good times. lucky you didn't get your ass kicked. But anyway, congratulations yeah. on your, your Game 1 victory. It was Thank especially you. irritating because all of your young players, including Benedict, Arnold Benedict Bennett Cumberbatch. We have Cyril, we have we're Benedict. so good. We have Benedict Cumberbatch coming off the bench. Actually, uh, he he really Benedict, is Benedict 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 Bened
bets. There are these bees all over the place. It really is cool. I, I mean, yeah, I imagine being hit his home run. Well, what's your version of that? As it, like as a young fan, the, we had that. We never won a World Series with it, but we had Rice, Lynn, Dwight Evans, and then Yastrzemski, some combination of outfield and DH, and that was awesome. Yeah. No. What, what had, was your version of that? We had we had Reggie. Greg, well, Nettles was at third base. But Reggie but had, was a free agent. I'm talking about, like, these are oh, all the homegrown, homegrown. The homegrown players. No, it's funny. In the 70s, Yankees had Maybe homegrown players, but we were talking about, you know, not of that caliber. But we had Thurman. Right. Um, we had Roy White. And we had, well, no, but Willie Randolph came in a trade. Greg Nettles uh, came in a trade or yeah, signed typical. a free agent. Reggie Jackson. Yeah, 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 buy, yeah buy the World Series. now... By the by, the titles. But now, so you got your young players, yep. and they rock, and it makes me ill. Your version of that, by the way, was sorry. You're trying to make a point. I'm taking away, but, no, but, but your version four. of that was the, the was, was the Jeter yeah. Jeter Bernie Mo. Well, I thought business. you were talking about the same era. Right, sorry, yes, we saw the joy of watching Pettit and 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 Posada and Bernie, Bernie yeah. and uh, and uh, Rivera well, and yeah. Jeter, obviously, great, yeah. but. Nonetheless, we're talking about opening day, so enough of this crap. But you know, you got your yeah, that's the thing. You get to watch your young homegrown right. talent. Yep. And they are good right now. And they all perform today. Yes. Well, and, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't looked well, at the box score, but yeah, they did something. Yeah. And meanwhile, the Yankees opening day yesterday, you know, we've got our young talent and we're all psyched and we're pumped. Yeah. And one of our guys is hurt, Didi Gregorius is on the DL, mm-hmm. but no big deal. But all of our young guys pretty much shit the bed as we <laughs> lost our opener for the sixth Straight year, which is just to spite me. So this reminds me of when you couldn't beat Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson punched <laughs> out on Nintendo, no matter how hard you tried. Oh, but and I did. Eventually you did? Well, Not, yeah. Oh, I did. Prove it. I, I took him down. Oh, that's bullshit. You know I <laughs> took him down. No, all right. You're trying fine. to make me look bad in this podcast. You know I did. It took I, me a month. I'll take your word for it. Do you remember how... Yeah, you used to break things around the apartment because you were so pissed. You're the only... <laughs> Do you remember how we got Nintendo? Uh, oh, because you lost on remote control. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. But at least you... No, you won, show. actually. At least you won. Well, you I won the game. You, you didn't lose. Well, that'll be another episode. Yeah. But okay, anyway. we'll do memories. So the Yankees had a bad opening day, but um, you know I'm going to look past it. But it, it was a little irritating, I have to admit. And I know I shouldn't feel this way. Go ahead. But I watched Benedict Cumberbatch... Yeah. Mookie Benny. Betts and yep. Jackie Bradley, whatever, all get base hits or whatever. And our yep. troika of Gary Sanchez. Who are these Greg people? Bird. I don't even know your people. Bird is the big oh, fat guy. God, he hits, he hits damn it. Well, oh, he's not fat. Bird is the. Bird is. I don't. Oh, I really don't. Crap. I'm sorry. See, that's the mark of of the current state of affairs. It in is Boston a little sports. bit. You don't give a shit because you just keep yeah. winning. I you don't have to care about anybody else. Well, I, I'm, I've probably come let. Less let of a edu- good fan, I, but I do know our team. But I'm uh, educate yeah. you. Go ahead. Yankees have shed right. the dead weight that is not was well, always. To share is gone. A Rod's gone. A Rod is gone. Um, Cheater. He was a big albatross. That guy. Thank God you got rid of him. <laughs> we have replaced Rivera. Some of these disappointing players with young talent at first base in the in the guise of Greg Bird. Who was injured all of last year, but came on in spring training, hitting three thousand home yeah. runs. Yeah, he's the second coming of Kevin Moss. I Gar- think. No, that yeah. you're thinking of our catcher Gary Sanchez. Oh, who he's... came up last? You don't even know who Gary Sanchez is. Yeah, you? I know him. He made a big splash last year. Oh, he hit a zillion home runs. I him, I know. And then when we 
dumped last year. We did a classic old school, you know, dump and yep. got all these young players, hot shot outfielders, shortstops, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, you traded Andrew Miller like three times in one season, <laughs> yeah, kept we, getting prospects for him. It was it was Chapman that we ended up Chapman. Playing. But anyway, we've got young talent. Whatever. They just happened to not. If Mariano Rivera walked into the bullpen, would he still not be the best uh, pitcher that you have? No. We were, come on, we have a good bullpen. Nonetheless, it was a it was a disappointing start to what I, you, I I'm assuming is going to be Chap, a you have Chapman, semi, right? We have Chapman. We if traded t- him and then reset. Got him back. If you take away players that beat up women, what do you have after that? Not much. We have uh, <laughs> a terrific. Oh, uh, I that went was there for boating. Yeah, it was one guy. You want me to bring up steroids now? Uh, no. no, the Patriot. Uh, you you could have zinged back at me and oh, said God, that Adrian Peterson. Right Adrian Peterson they visited, visited the, Patriots the camp today. today. Yeah, That's you know we might as well discuss this briefly. Yeah, sure. I think it's kind of interesting. The, the, he, you know, so there's no way they're not going to sign. There's right? no way that Bill Belichick is signing Adrian Peterson. Yeah. You know, I, unless he's one of these guys that's going to sign for like a four million dollar contract just to quote win a championship. I don't get the sense that's Adrian Peterson. No, really well, don't. well, even if it is, but no, isn't the Do big I question sound better over here? A little, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think I've been off to the side of the microphone. Oh, that's so much better. Yeah. yeah we sorry can talk, about that. That's all right. We have said on the one-on-one Larry King-style interview. My bad. Should we start it's over? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fourth time we've recorded this, people. So This sounds much uh, better. Yeah. Uh, but, um, no, the, the, the big question is, do you sign a... A, a child abuser, right? I mean, isn't that... Yeah, I don't know if that's going through their head. Does Belichick care? I mean, if the guy runs for 2,000 yards, he's going to be more than happy, but he's not he, going to run for 2,000 yards. The question is, is he going to be better? You know, Belichick is cold, right? He'll dump he'll dump his grandmother oh, yes, if, no. he's, if she's Absolutely. not yeah. supplying candy to the kids anymore. That's right. So is he ready to dump Blunt? Because it's like, why should I pay oh, for him... When I can have Adrian Peterson for the same price. So I didn't think this, I was with you. And if, and I was like, oh, what the hell? Pick him up. That would be fun. Have Adrian Peterson, you know, burst uh, in it. Is that break like an a, occasional it's a Randy Moss move, right? But, and I normally don't fall for this, but I heard some uh, talk radio yaksters today in Boston, like, reread the things that Peterson was accused of doing to his son. Yeah, they weren't good. The, what was Horrible. it? The, the what do you call the, the sticks? Switch. The switch. switch. Yeah. He, he switched his kids. He switched. And his that's kids. not like a Dudley Moore comedy from the seventies, <laughs> right? He. Oh, we wish it were. Yes, but it's not. Yeah. Um, I see. I don't. I don't see that. Horrible happen. shit. I don't see it happening. No, you know, but, but the sad but, thing is, I'd love it if he was a jet. Well, but that, okay. <laughs> so that so is that true? No. <laughs> no. No. That, but that, I've always been uncomfortable with this because, like. Uh, like Ray Rice, uh, maybe he's a bad example. Uh, Ray Rice was a graduate of New Rochelle High School, <laughs> my alma mater, I might add. So I have a certain fondness for Ray. He was just uh, hired by uh, Don Bosco Prep, where really you might remember my good friend Tom Reynolds. Your I do. You know Tom Reynolds, his son. Hey Tom, graduated from a shout out. Shout out to Tom. Yeah. His son uh, on his way to Michigan. As well, there are a lot of people who think that Ray deserved a second chance but people forgot that ray was actually sort of on the back end of his career to say the least I get, so yeah so that what, might have been part of it what but. happens when the 
someone's on the front end of the crowd. I don't know. Like, the, yeah, that's have, a, I don't. I, you, you know what? what that, I mean? That's Michael Vick. Yeah. And Michael so, Vick got plenty of chances after that. So, and so Adrian I, Peterson I was, would too if he was still running know. for eighteen hundred like, yards. I, a I was. Of, I think I was of the mind with Vick yeah. that yeah, he's and you're a dog person. It Sean depends on the franchise. I don't. Yeah. Go ahead. It. But isn't it tricky because like. He Vic literally served his time. I mean, yeah, he, literally. he did He time. did everything he was supposed to right. do. And so, so he came back. Right. And then what is... So we're never going to let this guy... It, it, I, don't, I don't... Like, I don't... I was maybe thinking, it's good. Maybe it's like, you know what? You made your bed. And if no one's going to sign you for that reason, then screw you. You know what's funny, though? There's something weird If about anybody it. else signs Adrian Peterson, I'll be like... I'll be intrigued. I don't know if it's going to... Whatever. If the Patriots sign him, I'm going to be pissed off. Well, the... <laughs> Because you know that means they know something. Well, that reminds me of the joke I made when, because um, don't forget the Patriots. It didn't, uh, nothing came of it. But the Patriots signed Tim Tebow. You remember this? Yeah. And and they only had him during training camp before they <laughs> cut him. But the joke was going around. It was like, because year prior, so Jets signed Tim Tebow. Patriots fans say, "Huh, the Jets are idiots." Next year, Patriots signed Tim Tebow. Patriots fans say, huh, the Jets are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Which it wasn't, ex- didn't exactly put well, it that way. It's but, all true. But it's all uh, true. Yeah, you know what? I, 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 I'm just, it, it, I guess in this case, the visceral thing of him hitting his kid is enough for me to say, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's yeah. not worth it. And that's my story. And I'm sticking to you it. You stick with it. Well, I don't, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen anyway. But All right. Um, what other brilliant points do you have to make about opening day? Well, I mean, I just is, you know, just the entire Yankee fandom as as uh, ne- to go back to your attitude and <laughs> the look you had on your face when you kept losing to Glass Joe and Mike Tyson punch out. I'm just kidding. Nobody <laughs> nobody lost to Glass Joe, but whoever that, I took down Glass w- Joe when you kept losing to Mike Tyson right. is, is the no, uh, entirety this, of Yankee fandom as as pessimistic as you are or are most people kind of we are we are not pessimistic right. we are extremely optimistic in the near long term yeah does that make any sense nope yeah so I think we all know it's going to be a tougher season but it's going to be an interesting season okay. and that's a little bit why opening day was was disappointing because it was not an interesting game our ace starting pitcher got mm-hmm. rocked for no reason. And all of our young kids who are supposed to be the future and the future is now mm-hmm. did jack shit. So it kind of turned the positive narrative that we had on the season. This mm-hmm. this season, we, we knew three things for sure. Tanaka's a stud. Mm-hmm. Chapman and Batances are going to close out every game they get in. And the young guys are going to be on the upswing. And all three narratives proved to be false. Mm-hmm. Tanaka sucked. The young guys didn't do shit, and Batances and Chapman didn't get in the game. Cool. And then I turn around and I see the Red Sox opening day today. Damn All right. of their young players performed. Their Cy Young winner didn't have a great game, but did enough to win. And then yep. their closer locked the door. Damn so right. I'm going to now put this head still, through a window still, and just assume I've you, got 161 games of this left. You can look forward to your uh, home opener when you can go <laughs> go drive to the Bronx. I probably and should. And pay $75 to park and pay $12 for a small plate of sushi. Opening day is almost as much fun to try to watch while you're at work. It's almost more fun doing that than actually being at the game. Because it's just enough of a distraction. Do you do that move where you go out to a bar and watch it on TV? I used to do that. Like, I have a business lunch. It's going to take two hours. Clients. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. We we try to pull that off. I did that during the uh, NCAA basketball tournament, but, you know. 
Uh, yeah. It's a little harder on open. It's kind of obvious what you're doing, isn't it? It is. Yes. Anyway, right. I'm mowing one. You're one to know what, what else is new. Just to, to make sure you're aware of that, we're going to play the Red Sox victory song, the dulcet tones of the Standells and Dirty Water. Red Sox, one to know. Join us on the other side on the shuttle where we continue to talk about why Milt is moping around. Excuse me, Mike. Wow, I used the nickname. Uh, Mike is moping around his house. Red Sox, one and out! All the way! Yankees are in one. (laughs) Yankees suck. Hey, welcome back to the shuttle. Wow. This is... Yeah, I want to this make is almost like home. an honor, honorable song. We don't deserve this. You don't deserve it. I'm tearing up. You don't, well, that was the song that uh, I remember hearing in every bar mitzvah I attended as a kid. <laughs> Do you remember this? That like and uh, Celebration by Cool in the Game. Yeah. Couldn't get away with it. But I'm going in a different direction. I don't know if I don't know what it was like around here. For us, bar mitzvahs in the early 80s, People got, um, it wasn't even bands. It was like lounge singers. It was like the, like, like Adam Sandler wedding and singer. It was like terrible. And they were. Terrible. This one dude. Just get a, a goddamn DJ. The DJ. Well, yeah. Which is so much more fun. Content, right. Oh, you didn't, do, do you remember this? Did oh, you have always this? always bands. It yeah. Bands band. at every bar mitzvah. And they were the and cheesiest. Like, yeah, not a good band. Ruffled tux. Exactly. You know, uh. Literally, the guy. Oh. I can picture the guy with the ruffled tux. This guy's name was Bobby and Marcus. He used to. He sang New York, New York three times during the course and, of the. And, you know, at thing. least they could probably pull off New York, New York. Right. But when they try to do, when they try to groove, <laughs> yeah, I know. now we're gonna, gonna know. get down. And all of a sudden, they start to try to play Earth, Let's Wind, and Fire. Share a slice of life. Embarrassing. Just yeah. move on. Right. Anyway, exactly. Yeah. Bar mitzvah one hundred and one. Hire uh, a DJ. <laughs> hire a DJ. Yep. Consult. Uh, too lazy to write a book blog. That's uh, oh, Michael's yeah. work, nice and uh, that's right. And uh, where and can they find your uh, your fine musings? Well, I don't, I don't muse. You don't professionally. Muse. You can really. find it here. No, no. And on the uh, the Boston Podcast Network. Bo- go to thebostonpodcast.com. You'll find stuff from me. But um, so uh, uh, fans of the shuttle know that uh, in each episode, in each installment, we like to do our media takes yeah. of the week, month, or however often we decide to. Put this garbage out there, and so um, we uh, we're gonna talk about what uh, what we're listening to. So, what are you listening to? You listen to stuff like in the car. You listen yeah, to listen music, podcast. You know, I, one thing that sort of struck me is um, I was thinking about this week is I do listen on occasion to, to sports talk radio. And oh yeah, sure. Yeah. There's a bit of a change of the guard happening here, both na- locally mm-hmm. and nationally. The, the on the national side. Um, mm-hmm. Mike and Mike, the uh, radio team on ESPN that does yeah. their morning radio show, they are yeah, breaking your, up. That's your buddy Greenberg. Mike Greenberg actually lives, around lives down the street. I, um, I met him uh, at a basketball game. He's and a good he would, dude. Yeah, he w- I went to introduce him to my son, and he does he does the fist. He doesn't shake hands because he's a germaphobe. <laughs> Did you know that? He does. He shakes my hand. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't excuse know. Actually, me. I don't know about that, but Mr. Pristine Hand. Yeah, anyway, really. all right. So go ahead. So there, all I, kinds I, of see, I didn't know this. That hasn't been it. officially announced, but both uh, mics have acknowledged that it is really? happening. Apparently, Greenberg is getting his own daily television talk show in the morning. Okay, on but, ESPN. Uh, yeah, apparently it's going to replace yeah. the Morning Sports Center, but this is all speculation. Wow. Nothing's been confirmed. Okay. Then. 
And uh, on the flip side, on the local side, the legendary Mike Francesa. Now, th- th- this is a good question, actually. Francesa. Sports Pope. Mike and the Mad Dog were legends of New York sports radio. They, you could yeah. argue, you could make an argument that they actually invented, uh, invented the yeah. talk radio, sports talk radio format. Which I is, would agree. Maybe that's not true, but they became the figures, the, the, le- the, the, the leaders in that field. And Mad Dog left a few years ago, went to SiriusXM, and Mike has been running uh, his afternoon show alone. He's announced that he's leaving at the end of the year to do really? something yeah. else. We don't okay. know. Now, so not this is interesting. You knew, you knew who Mike Francesa yeah, was. Yeah, you might be surprised to hear my take on this. Um, yeah, uh, I never really listened to, didn't really have occasion to listen to Mike and the Mad Dog uh, in Boston, you know, growing up. Um, it wasn't on, right? I mean, unless oh, you had unless you had some weird satellite hookup or whatever. Um, but um, sort of aware of their existence over the years. Boston Sports Radio, which popped up in the early 90s as sort of a copycat of the fan, right? Um, uh, was good when it started, like a good idea, Good, and it's just sort of copied New York's format. I enjoyed it. Somehow it all went south. It, for years now, Boston Sports Radio has, and you'll pardon the expression, sucked donkey penis. Like, it's terrible. It, 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 this is one of my sore spots. It is terrible. And and it, and it in just the occasions I've have had to listen to Mike and the Mad Dog, or even like old shows. Right. Like it, they, it just had personality. It, it the it, it, the topics um, kind of wound in and out. They 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 went off on subjects that randomly yeah. that were interesting. Well, and and that's actually the problem is that yeah. Mike alone, yeah, not so good. Is not yeah. It, all due respect, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> tremendously talented guy, but because he doesn't have a foil. They don't. There's no conversation. Right. It's one guy just spewing, and he's so full of himself. And he's, he's and he's. He's angry. So yeah, he's just angry. Like uh, having a so, uh, mad dog there, oh. and, you get, and yeah. he does this thing where he gasps after every question. Yeah. So he's also like, uh, "I got Joey on the fan. What's your question?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I get worried that he's actually expiring on the See, air. See, you wouldn't know this in at Boston's. One of the highlights of the afternoon show on EEI in Boston is they mock Francesa. They let they <laughs> take, they do they take little snippets of it him. It's easy. Oh That's yeah, easy. I mean the dude fell asleep on the air <laughs> and then tried to cover it up. It was awesome. Yeah. So Dave, uh, what was it like at opening day? Did you uh, have a hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> there was this one thing where someone called up and said, "Mike, they uh, they're out with the top fifty uh, a new list, the top fifty NBA players of all time. You wouldn't believe it. This is what it is." He starts naming off the top ten and. Oscar Robertson wasn't there, so Francesca's going, where's Oscar? Where's Oscar? Wait, he said it like five times. Yeah, it, it, and the guy is going, and then there's Will Chamberlain. Where's Oscar? Where's Oscar? That's <laughs> awful. Just, it, it just, he lives in his own world. But he, like, he, he, he thinks he's so good. He's, he'll he'll, he'll remind you of how good he he's is. He's arrogant, yeah. and he's angry. Yeah. And it's a tough combination. Okay, so what it so is, what, what it is, you know, I realize that there is a, a changing of the guard for yes. two of the uh, seminal shows. And look, give Mike and Mike their respect. I mean, a national show, they they made ESPN Radio. They I, did. Yeah. They did as I, a national I, entity. I'll t- I, so uh, when I have the TV on in the morning, I'll put them on rather than... And you can, and you can put on the local... There's two, there are two uh, sports radio shows in Boston, one of which is, is has the televised thing. 
and I will put on Mike and Mike instead. Just, I mean, it's generally a good show. Yeah, not, I mean, they don't have great. they they you know they're not as controversial. Like the other the show here yeah, in they, New York, which I also have a to connection them. to the the morning show on F, uh, FAN now is uh, Boomer Syerson and a guy named Craig Carton, who actually I went yeah. to high school with. Wow, so you're younger than me, so I'm, for some reason I'm surrounded by everybody who are great successes, and I'm picking my ass. Pick those names up on your way out when you leave. Okay, pick those names. <laughs> but they, you know, it's not like I'm yeah. friends with the guy, but yeah. they, uh, they are, they have more. Uh, Carton's a goofball. Carton okay, is yeah. the 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 joker or whatever. And, and yeah. Mike and Mike doesn't really have a joker. They're they're both funny, but in a kind of polite, you know, right. all American way. Carton's an asshole and he's funny. Mm-hmm. And Boomer's the straight guy, but it works. It just works. Is it good? Yeah. It's, it's good. actually it is good. It you is know what? Good. You, I don't know if you agree with this. I think one of the keys to this thing is. Not just sports radio, any radio. It's pretty simple. You got to be likable. You got to, like, when Howard Stern was at his apex, it was like people felt like they knew, like, oh, well, that, oh, that's, oh. that's so, Baba Boy, that's so something he would say. You know, it's like, oh, that's yeah. so uh, Jackie the joke. Like, oh, that, that Jack, oh, what did Jackie say? What did, it's like you, you felt like you knew them and you, you liked them. It, it, People, they, you don't want uh, the host who is constantly reminding you of how good they are, yeah, they, uh, constantly telling you, "Let me tell you what's going to happen in the Stern game on used Sunday." To do that, but he doesn't anymore. Well, Stern's a, by the way, it's uh, become like a social. Now it's the, the the trendy thing to say, and I agree with it. But okay, yeah. to talk about how the best celebrity interviewer is Howard Stern, everybody that's like the the thing to say because it's so surprising Which and yet is yeah. actually very true but anyway he's you're saying he's become like a critic starling in his later absolutely. years absolutely he's a planet unto his own and yeah, i don't you can't compare I've never, him to anybody else. right i've never loved him but I he's love always him. Love the guy. okay fine fucking love him i don't <laughs> yeah. care but anyway but, going back i mean <laughs> yeah go ahead point is your I, point your point is we have a shot now you and i to sit down at the desk with the bobbleheads on espn shit, i didn't think of this yeah espn this is our uh this is our audition tape yeah it's not going well <laughs> But anyway, that's my point. Is uh, there is a changing of the guard in that? Sports so media. we're gonna put our best foot forward, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> okay. Um, but so that's that, what I've been. So, so, so I, I, I have uh, been yeah. listening. I've been deliberately tuning into uh, both their shows a little bit more often, knowing that uh, their their eventual end is coming near. So that's, no, but what? So you're you're you've been you obviously you've done uh, you've been in media your whole mm-hmm. career. You know this shit pretty well. Um, like what do you what do you want like in the like uh, it, it there are pieces to this puzzle like I do listen to sports radio a fair amount usually they get it wrong um, well the, you know it's how the do same you get it right? in, it's the same in in news media now it's it's the the challenge is that the screaming talking head mm-hmm. is amusing it's entertaining yeah but when they're spewing bullshit. Yeah. It loses its credibility after a while. So what you want is somebody who knows their shit and is entertaining when they're saying it. Simple yeah. as that. And that's hard mm-hmm. to find. That's hard to find. Is the knowing the shit even yeah, maybe as it doesn't important matter anymore? Uh, it is important as being like <sighs> depends why I'm listening. I guess. Uh, yeah. No, I mean I feel like, like so the radio show I used to listen to as a kid in Boston was uh, WBCN radio. Like, it was the rock and roll station. And they had this guy Charles Laquadera in the morning, and he was he was relatively hip guy, but he wasn't like a badass or anything like that. He was just a he guy. Just was he was a, a guy. Boston guy. And we've got plenty of those. And he would complain the, about traffic and right. he'd complain about the weather, and like he was a guy. He was like and your did friend. Did it work? What's that? Did it work? Oh yeah, yeah. They were the top uh, show for years and years. Oh, and you know um, what we got to talk about. Let's save this for another episode. He's, but he's pointing a beer 
uh, bottle in my at my head. Don't smash it over my Mental head. Mental note. We're going to revisit this in a future episode, maybe sure. next week. I yeah. want to talk to you about the current state of the New York and Boston newspaper sports sections. Good Lord. I I, oh, good. Uh, this is good. Reserve this because I have a lot to say on this topic. Uh, but okay. anyway. Let's so, put a what about you? What have you been uh, watching, listening to, well, talking about? Uh, let's, you know, can we talk podcast for a minute? Mm. Um, so uh, you you and I both have listened to the Richard Simmons one, oh, yeah. which is good. Now, missing, uh, uh, missing, missing Richard, Richard Simmons. Simmons. It's over. It's over, yeah. It, uh, the, of the, uh, that's out of the NPR family, a right? Anticlimactic. It wasn't NPR, actually. I think. Oh, it wasn't? Okay. No. Sure uh, it doesn't matter. But the, the, um, yeah, the premise, for those who don't know, was Richard Simmons really kind of did uh, metaphorically drop off the face of the no, earth did. a couple of years ago. He did. Well, he didn't literally drop yeah. off the face of the earth. He metaphorically, whatever. If a tree falls it. in the woods. <laughs> right. If Richard Simmons, Simmons falls, falls in the woods. Right. Does he gasp at his. Does he play. Uh, grab his sweat with shorts? the oldies? Yeah. But, uh, Come on, Dave! <laughs> Let me see those abs! <laughs> so we won't give away the quote-unquote ending, although in a way it's just real life, so there is no quote-unquote ending. But Which in um, some ways, makes it better. What did you learn? What did you learn something about him? That yes, was and I have to say, I, I what I knew of Richard Simmons came from actually listening to his appearances on Howard Stern and on okay. David Letterman, and he was a joke right. in my mind. Listening to that podcast, I realized that that guy is anything but a joke Interesting. he's he, uh, impacted people's lives for sure deeply and emotionally absolutely he made a shit ton of money yeah and genuinely seemed to uh want to help people but even the fact that he disappeared makes him a more complicated figure that very I found complicated very surprised that's what made it really interesting right yeah. he was for a guy that you thought was exactly a joke mm-hmm. a guy who was clearly a flamboyant, uh, presumably gay guy who, not that that matters, I guess, but flamboyant, crazy guy who was going to dance around. By the way, he never really appeared in great shape, did he? <laughs> For a guy that worked out all the... He wasn't lumpy. But what well, we heard, you learn in the podcast right. that he was super he, he duper overweight yeah, and, and overcame that, which is mm-hmm. part of the story. But um, <laughs> the other thing was he was kind of a... Uh, a, a, a I guess a dog. I was gonna say pervert, but more of a dog. Like he would, he would in, in his, in his, and this is just a little detail you learn in the thing. I don't know if it's good, but he would in his classes. He does these private classes, which you weren't allowed to like take photos or anything. But he would kind of feel up the dudes, well, right? Would, and like clearly he, sexually harassed oh, yeah. the guests, and they loved it. <laughs> they didn't care, right? They, they loved, loved it. It was kind of what you signed up for, apparently. Yeah. So yeah. okay. So really, two thumbs really up. good, really yeah. good podcast. Got, and, and so the one like seven episodes, you can get yeah. in and out real quick. Exactly. So there's another one, seven episodes. Have you heard, heard of S-Town? Oh, or, it just started. Yeah. And well, it just came, they, they did a Netflix and they released it all. It's called Shit Town. Yeah, it? but what, what's Netflix? There's nothing to do with Netflix. Not Netflix. It? Well, no, what Netflix oh, does, you know, Netflix pioneered oh. this thing where instead of rolling out episodes one by one every week, they just, oh. Netflix takes a series and they just put it all up. They invented that. Well, the dumping did. the Whatever, okay. Yeah. So, so yes, Shit they dumped Town all, they dumped all the same seven. Thing. I listened to the first episode. You did? I did. Uh, good, right? So far, yeah. I have a complicated relationship with cereal. Did you? Did you listen to those other ones? Yeah, loved it. Well, uh, I like a lot of people. I think I listened to the first series all the way through. Yep. Uh, I would love for them to revisit that subject. What's his name? Arnod. Arnod. Anod. 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 I am. Yeah. Second one Benetendi. about Bo. What's his face? 
was uh, that's him. It just wasn't as good. No, the second one lost it just me. Just wasn't completely. good. Me too. Me too. I gave yeah. up. I wanted to like so it. So yeah, that's just my relationship with Serial, so, which is not. But unusual. this one's a little different. This isn't a oh, mystery, this, but it is. How, how much have you listened to? Um, uh, six out of the seven. I got one episode left, and it. My, I don't want to go all hyperbolic. It might even be better than Serial. And, and I didn't. I'm telling you. Boom. And I can't, I can tell you, and our listening public, I won't spoil anything. This is a, a moment where I cannot say anything about, we'll, we'll say the premise. So the premise is, right, that it's an NPR radio producer, right? No, it's, it's This the, American Life. This that, Isn't that part of the NPR family? It used to be. It's not anymore. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> Media insider. Okay, right. This American Life radio producer uh, is contacted by sort of a random dude in Alabama yep. who says you got to come down to this town. It's called Woodstock, Alabama, and this town is so back assward. And and the best example of that is there was a murder occurred that this one dude is boasting about and, and has never been brought to justice. Right? Yep. Exactly. And that's and that's all. And so he goes down to you gotta, check it out. But it people, becomes you gotta listen. And I, I can't guy. wait to check. Check back with you. Right, we'll, we'll do this. I'll tell yeah, you. We'll roll it out. You can check out. It, this one, the oh, what were you gonna say? Well, no, it's about the guy more than the town Correct. of the murder. At least. It turns out to be about a character study of this one guy who who made the call. Right, right. and you would think, and it really does sound like uh, you know backwoods kind of place with Except people who. Are, and this guy's brilliant. Yeah, this guy is somehow knows all this shit about global warming and like not in a. Well, insane, a little bit of insane way, yeah. but um, clearly a very smart guy. No, that's a must listen. I just uh, have to get through it. Oh, wait. Uh, God, you have no idea what's coming. That's all I have to say. Wow. I, I can't say any more other than it's really well done. And this, the producer produced this over the course of a long period of time. So it's almost weird that he kept it under wraps. I can't believe more people aren't talking about this. Is that, are we talking about this? People are talking about it, but I think a lot of people, well, the, people in media circles are talking about it for sure. Okay. But Serial lost Cereal, a little like... bit of mojo because of the second season. That's true. That's true. But no, but it is, it's being heralded as a masterpiece. Okay. This well, movie. I agree. So Whoever's saying is, that. It is. By All the right. way, one other media thing I want to bring up, Go because ahead. it's badass, but you wouldn't think so, especially, you know, if you and I are the target audience. We weren't the target audience for this, but mm-hmm. there was an HBO show that just ended last night called Big Little Lies. Did you hear about this? No. Do tell. Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman. Oh, um, I feel like I've seen the promos, maybe. But... Um, seven episode, I think, limited run series. Mm. Absolutely badass. Fantastic. You find out the first episode there, it's in Monterey, all these rich women in, um, who are wildly over-involved with their kids' lives. You find out that there is a murder that's taken place, mm. but you don't know who's dead, and you don't know who the killer was. Mm-hmm. And then they tell the story of what led up to that night. It's not based on a true story. No, no, it's okay. based on a book. But oh, uh, badass! Really? Yeah. Uh, this is one of those. Nicole Kidman is unbelievable. Seven episodes. She's naked, by the way. If you have any interest in that whatsoever, we've seen her, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. But no, no, she's amazing. <laughs> no, I mean, the body aside, which is also terrific, she's phenomenal in this movie. I mean, this uh, this series. It's actually it's a little bit you could sort of get the chick flick tendency from it. But it's too badass to think of it that way. Trust me, you're gonna we want to see do, it. We should do a uh, surprise uh, nude celebrity uh, sighting of the, of, the, of the week. Mine would be uh, I just discover. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> now, 
I don't know if you'll admit it. You will admit there were these moments where you're like, this actress, and you're looking at this actress. Oh, she's good. And then Nipple. you're like, hey, well, <laughs> either that or you're seeming something, and you kind of wonder, I wonder if she's ever done a nude scene. Click, click, click. Google. Click, you know, yeah. My That's recent terrible. one was Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate. Oh, the Formerly of, yeah, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she was naked in something. Really? Yeah, look at her. You up. know what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, uh, forget. It was uh, IFC. Uh, Shoot, it was one of these... We've just lost our female audience, <laughs> by the way. Jenny Slate, nice bum. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. There are, you, actually, there, I, I, other than in the uh, fantasy sports realms, mm-hmm. I haven't really heard a sports podcast that I've particularly loved. Until, and that's Until where now. the shuttle comes in. Until now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, agreed. Yeah, Simmons, yeah. Bill Simmons does one that's good. Oh, what am you I know, talking about? Yeah. Simmons. Simmons you listen to him. I do listen um, to Simmons. Can you edit that out? Because I actually think... No, we corrected ourselves. The Ringer uh, does a great job, actually. Yeah. My bad. What no, am I talking okay. about? He's phenomenal. I listen to it all the time. Yeah, all right. He's not that, that was a spewing off the top of my head, and that Boston was guy, poorly informed. Boston guy. Uh, and then uh, I have a question for you. Complete, mm-hmm. the random question of the week. Um, sure. Uh it has to do with media. Like when you're listening to songs, you're listening to playlists. I, I do Spotify in my car. Yep. I don't know what you, whatever. I got my playlist. Yep. Uh, yeah. And and I'm sure this happens to everyone. You get playlist fatigue. Like mm-hmm. you're actually sick of your own favorite songs. For sure. Are there any songs on your playlist that are almost always can't miss? Like the song will pop up. Say you got your, I don't know about you. I have a playlist that's like a catch-all. Right. Uh, like there were like 350 songs on this playlist. And when I have nothing else to put on, I put this on, shuffle, and song will come up. And it usually takes three songs before I get to one I actually want to listen to. But there are some that every time... You you were thinking, right? So... See, I have this comp... You know this with me and music. I... There's a a mood for every music, right? Sure, yeah. Because there are times where I want to hear Back in Black... Right. And it's when I when the mood is right and the volume's loud and I'm I'm blasting it, yeah. it hits. Of course. But there are times that's you not hear, uh, what you reggae want to hear. or something. I would say if I could, yeah. I'll, I'll name a couple of songs. I hear "I Wish" by Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah. Never, never fails. You turn me on to that song, which just sounds weird, but um, <laughs> but baseline. As soon as you hear yeah. that, how, yeah. how did you feel when Will Smith ripped it off? Uh, Disappointing, but you know, samples, they samples, all do that. Whatever. Right. Uh, so that's that's, that's a, a definite winner. And then, here's a cheesy one. Yeah. All right. This is this is gonna minor minor cheesy. So go ahead. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, you're, I don't even know if you know this song. You may know it. Okay, go ahead. 10 CCs, The Things We Do For Love. Why are you looking at me? It was on my list. No! No! It was on my list. Are, are you serious? Yeah, for those of you who are listening, Dave gets this look on his face as if I've stolen something from him. That's that's on your list. That's See, this is why we're friends, list. my friend. But wait, I mean, this is we why have, we're friends. In, in fairness, we have talked about that song before. I have think. we? Well, most Too recently. Many broken hearts yeah. Fall and my son Adrian likes that song on. He'll put it on. I'll be like, Adrian, that's, great song. That's a minute. Yeah, I can listen to that song puts anytime. Me in a good mood. I can. Oh, God. Like walking in the rain and the snow and this. Anyway. No word. Hold so, on. Harmony. Feeling like a part of you is dying. <laughs> I don't know the okay. Yeah. So, um, I called you one day. 
to and I left a voicemail message to ask you what the line was. You're looking for the and you're looking for answer in her eyes. In her eyes. I thought I yeah I didn't have it. It was the days before the internet, so I didn't know what the line was. It was driving me crazy. And so we've talked about that song. I don't remember that, that. song. We have mine were song. mine were that were that one and. Uh, oh, wow. Totally random, but that thing you do. I love that song. That oh, the one from, from the, the movie. movie. Yeah, from the movie. You know who wrote that? I do. One know. of my my literally one of my top ten favorite bands of all time, and it's obscure relatively. It's a group called Fountains of Wayne. Oh. They sang Stacy's Mom, you know that song? Sure, yeah. But, that, but that, their entire catalog is phenomenal. Really? The, the lead songwriter um, has become a soundtrack music go-to pop music writer. Yeah. He wrote That Thing You Did. Interesting. How about that? I always thought that was interesting because they had to write a song for the movie that was supposed to be... In the movie, it's a huge hit. So they were enlisted with the task of writing a song... That has to pass for exactly. a and huge hit. There's a lot of pressure. This guy, his name's Adam yeah. Schlesinger. He writes for a show now. Actually, have you ever seen uh, Girlfriend? Um, shoot. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. You ever seen uh, that show? Yeah, she's got big Big boobs. Yeah. Big boobs. And she talks about them a lot. He's the, the lead writer for that. Of, it's oh, a okay. musical. and he's, you, he, you recommend that show? Uh, yeah, it, it wears so a little thin, but it's okay. funny. It's funny. And the music, the musical scenes are great, and he's he's involved with that. It's like I, I don't know the guy, but right. talented. Anyway, so... And my last one is Me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard, because it's a good song. Yeah, you see, you, you know, it's interesting. You picked three choices, and you're probably... And so was I Wish to say. I mean, there are others. They're uplifting, upbeat songs. For sure. And they catchy. Uh, yeah, catchy. catchy is good. So you and I catchy agree that too, I tried to explain what pop music is to my kids the other day because they couldn't understand. Mm. Oh, so pop music is something that's like popular, and I was like, right. no, yes and no. But to me, a yes pop no. song is something yeah. that has clear rhythm, harmony, tone, and whatever that is appealing to right. the masses. Which is interesting because it can be done well and horribly. Oh, the cheesy pop music. There's nothing worse than like, the I worst remember, of it. I remember. <laughs> Debbie, worst. Debbie Gibson, or pardon me, I was, Deborah Gibson. I, my, my worst is, yeah. is I think, when Starship... Uh, Starship? You what is it? City. We built the city. It's, just, the it's city. just a horrendous, horrendous pop song. They got pit, well, that was pop vo- gone wrong. That was voted the worst song of all time by somebody. Yeah. I, I would maybe, agree with that. Maybe even wrong. And the, they asked the guy who wrote it about being there, and he was all bullshit. Like, he was all, well, I don't know what they based it on, like... If it were me, I would have celebrated it. I mean, right, I mean, like right. to be the worst, you actually kind of have to be good because you have to be noticeable. So that must be a song that's remembered by a shitload of people. Yeah, but the, you know, there are moments yes, in time where, oh, it's where celebrity and and uh, and airplay ends up influencing hits, and ugh, God, that that went the wrong way. It did. It At some point, we're gonna have to do a New York Boston. Music, music comparison but we'll save that for another time for sure yeah right, All right so well yeah then. that's that's good stuff to listen to so yeah. there you go you, did you get that listening public uh, our we'll media have tips on our website they're kind of all over the place we don't have Let's a website go. do we uh no we will and it's probably not the shuttle.com i bet some asshole stole that <laughs> um well thank you for joining us though excellent i hope you enjoyed it happy opening day everybody Dave, happy i hope you feel season. better you gotta get over this man yeah well what You're am i what? today I can feel it. Tomorrow's going to be even worse. Um, Hydrate. Lack of sleep. Uh, I've been driving all night. My hand's wet on the wheel. By next week, the Yankees uh, will be 4-1, and one, and the Red Sox will be mired in a desperate losing streak, and my mood will change. All right. We'll see about that, won't we? Will the evil empire rise again? Um, 
You know what? Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I'm feeling the love. Boston, New York love. We'll anyway, see about that. Thanks for joining us on thanks the show. Thanks, everyone. I'm Dave. He's Mike. I'm turning his mic off. <laughs> Good End to of see show. you. See Later, Dave.